Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Hope for the Heart. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Well, do you feel much joy at the moment? Or don't you feel as much around right now? And yet the psalmist says, In your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand pleasures forevermore. What a contrast with all the hubbub of the world and here in the UK. The psalmist felt depressed even. Asaph wrote this, As for me, my feet had almost slipped. I'd nearly lost my foothold. For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. But then things changed for him later on. Psalm 73 verse 16 to 18. When I tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me. Till I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. So when we're absorbed by negativity, our hearts fail us. But true joy and peace come when we make time to draw close to God and allowing his warmth and his love to enfold us, to let him bathe us with his forgiveness and reassurance. When we realise that despite all our shortcomings, he's chosen us not just to be his servants, but his intimate friends as well. Joy is one of the fruit or evidences of God's Holy Spirit living inside of us. The fact that he's living right inside of us should give us great cause for joy. Now the devil will try any way he can to rob us of joy. He puts doubts, misgivings and discouragements into our heart. And one of his main strategies is when we've blown it, we feel we've disappointed God and we can't sort of forgive ourselves. We're ashamed to come to God again. Now the devil wants to keep us at a distance from God our Father. Actually, this happened to the people of Israel. But God encouraged them not to keep looking downwards. There's an interesting passage in the book of Nehemiah. The people of Israel had gone very wrong. They had been banished from the beautiful land that God had given them. But then God began to bring some of them back. It was a new beginning. They'd built the temple, they'd restored the city walls, and they held a service of rededication. But as they heard God's law being read, they were overwhelmed with the knowledge that they'd strayed so far from his commandments. But God didn't want them to remain sad, because now was a time of restoration of forgiveness. So Nehemiah 8, verses 9 and 10. Don't weep on such a day as this, for today is a sacred day before the Lord your God. All the people had been weeping as they'd listened to the words of the law. And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with a feast of choice foods and sweet drinks, and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So when we feel we've blown it and that God could never forgive us, tell yourself these truths. God has put my sins behind his back. He has promised they will not be remembered anymore. And he has chosen me to be close to him. 
and my failures will never be enough to stop him loving me. Father, help us not to dwell on negative things, on our failures and shortcomings, but to look up to you so you can fill us with your comfort and joy and truly change us. Amen. It has to be said that wherever we focus on, we enliven, we bring it to life. That's why we need to focus on him and his goodness. And that's how we need to pray his goodness and his help into situations. Well now, here's a song that we've used quite a few times before, but it really fits. It's called I Take Time.
reaching out to you today, asking to help. 